Welcome to Confessions of a Serial Seller. I'm here with the one and only Chris Murray. Chris is a business development specialist. He's a best-selling author, and he's the managing director and CEO of Varda Cruise Training. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. Delighted you invited me. Thank you so much, sir. No, my absolute pleasure. Chris, um, before we kick off, I always like to start just to give the audience a bit of a flavour of, of you and, and how you got to be you know, a successful top sales performer in, in, around the globe. Just share with us, tell us a bit about your story to begin. Absolutely. Well, um, I, I'm... Uh, <laughs> Start off with a wee bit of self-loathing. I, I, I reckon that a lot of salespeople get into sales because they can talk and drive. And, uh, and and weren't exactly sure, uh, you know. And, and if they can't drive, they're going to telesales. Yeah. And, um, and 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 I was one of those guys that thought, what what am I going to do with this ability of both a driving license and the ability to speak? Yeah. And by chance, got in, got introduced and got the and and, and uh, got the invitation to go for a, an interview in the wine industry at a fine wine merchant. Oh, right. And, um, yeah, so, so a young man in the world of fine wine and, and just mooching around and, and, and moving around in, in the sales circles just felt like James Bond to me. And mm -hmm. um, you know, from there, I moved to Moeden Chandon and Don Perignon mm -hmm. and, and Jim Beam in Chicago. Um, and, and my career just took off from there. In the middle of that, though, yeah. the, the reason that I re my sales career really took off was because I, I was having a, a bit of difficulty getting in with the big boys. I was going for interviews, but they didn't seem convinced mm. that I was going to be their cup of tea. Yeah. I stepped out of the drinks for a while, and uh, and I went and sold photocopies. And, um, and and that was great. You see, the drinks industry was all about training people about drinks, sending you on wine exams and wine diplomas. And mm. to this day, if you put six bottles of wine in front of me blind, I can tell you which grape they're made out of and which country they come from. I love it's that. a nice party trick. Definitely. It was it, it was it was a practice of being a professional drunk, Tony. To be fair, yeah. and uh, <laughs> the um, but nobody took. Everybody expected you to pick up the the the, the personal skills and, and 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 the sales skills, but mm. in reality, nobody in the drinks industry had them. Mm. Everybody thought they did, but but nobody got any training. They all went on wine training skills. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I went to sell photocopies. It was uh, Minolta, Minolta. Uh, back then and um yeah. uh, one week in regent street initially with, with just the best sales training i ever got yeah um and um yeah when i when i stepped back out of of, of that world after getting trained properly in prospecting 50 knocks every day mm. uh, around trading estates in the north of the uk yeah. and, uh, and 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 proper negotiating meetings for for Big box sales. Yeah, I, uh, I went back into the drinks industry, and yeah. it was like you know, you know when they say that the one-eyed man is king in the land yeah. of the blind. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it was. I was. I was looking around. It, it. It was like everybody was vibrating at a slower speed than me. Nobody was picking up any sales signals or buying motives or anything. They yeah. couldn't overcome objectives. They didn't know how to close, and uh, they thought as long as they could talk. About the quality of a Macon Village, yeah, they were going to fly. Oh, no? Hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, so 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 we moved on from from, from there. I moved through my career in sales management, national account management, sales management, yeah. and uh, I think 
my biggest team as a sales director was a team of 90. Blimey. Uh, and yeah, uh, moving on from that, the, 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 um, the sector I went into that was most challenging and I, I did for a while was, was charity. Oh, right. And um, yeah, I set up a commercial team for a children's charity and um, they, the, <laughs> the competition is just fierce in charity. Because, really? you know, you think to yourself, who wouldn't give and who wouldn't talk to you about helping a disabled child? Of course. And you think that, that you, yeah. But then you realise that there are lots of charities for disabled children. Yeah. And then there are lots of charities for cancer and heart and brains yeah. and, and, and limbs and everything else. And then some people just like donkeys and whales. Yeah. So, the actual the, the actual competition and the sector itself is is incredibly fierce, and 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 yeah, you you don't go into the charity sector for an easy life. No, it's true. Uh, I never actually uh, thought about it, but it's a fair point. It's fair to you know where, where do people give their money? It's a fair point. Absolutely. Yeah, it's and it's a big jump from shaking a can in the middle of the street to actually going and sitting with. Um, a, a big FTSE 100 company and yeah. saying, "Will you be our charity of the year?" You know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so so, so all, all all that culminated in that back in the drinks industry again for a while, and then I realised that what I really wanted um, was rather than sort of the day to day sales management of, of of looking after a sales team, what I really really enjoyed mm. was helping people become better tomorrow than they were yesterday. I loved that bit of the job. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and and I, and at the same time, I was incredibly frustrated that a whole host of sales trainers would come in, yeah. swash about in their long posh coats and the nice suits. Yeah. Uh, everybody would have a nice lunch, but my sales team never got any better, and I couldn't work out why. Yeah. And uh, so we decided to start Valde Cruz because we wanted to start a sales training company that actually worked and did what it said it was going to do. Love it. I love it. And what I mean that it's an amazing journey you've been on. What what would you say? What was the best sales advice that you've ever been given throughout your career? Be it when you're selling photocopiers or selling wine. What would you say? What sort of things that really sticks has stuck with you? Well, the, uh, there's a story. I, I, when I was uh, when I was with Jim Beam, I was yeah. I was brought back in. I, I was brought back in to look after some of the, the, the national and regional brewers around the UK. Mm. And um, and there was a particular brewer in, in, in the east of England who um, the marketing and purchasing guy was a guy called Terry Wiseman, who was yeah. an absolute legend. And it only dawned on me a couple of years ago that, he, that I got this advice at Christmas. So essentially a wise man gave me advice at Christmas <laughs> that moved my career forward. So Terry Wiseman, there he was. First year I went to see him, I went with this promotion that was set in stone. As far as I was concerned, the company had given it me and said, this is what we're doing for your brewery for Christmas. Yeah. How many would you like, Terry? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, Chris, the pubs around here, mate, they, they, can't, they can't invest in that kind of promotion. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. You know? yeah. And I said, and I had my, my big brand hat on, and he was a small region. Oh, he was a regional brewer, and I essentially said, "Take it or leave it, my friend." Yeah. And uh, and that that year, I think I sold five boxes of alcohol with that brewery. <laughs> it, was, it was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and those were boxes of six bottles. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. very clever. Not quite. Yeah. <laughs> the next 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 autumn, I go back and see Terry Wiseman, and I, and I say, "We're coming up to Christmas again, Terry." 
I'm uh, uh, clearly I didn't know what I was talking about last year. I'm a wiser man myself now. Yeah. What do you suggest? And he told me about his customers and how his customers buy. Mm. And we put something together that matched that picture mm. rather than the corporate picture that was coming from head office. Mm. And that year, I sold 16,500 boxes with him. Oh, wow. And, 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 <laughs> I know, right? And, 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 the biggest, and, and to, to turn that into the biggest lesson that I got there, and it really I, it, it changed my vision. Yeah. It's not about how you sell. It's about how it's understanding how people buy and, yeah. and helping them buy. Yeah, no, that's so key, key, isn't it? And how sometimes I think people listen to this, you know, will say to them, I hope that's a light bulb moment for many, but sometimes it's, it's quite hard to get that out of a potential customer to understand how they buy. What's your best advice to really get that key information from a prospect? Well, you know, just before we, we came live, we were talking about sales philosophies and, um, and here's mine. I, at the beginning of every one of my sales workshops, and it doesn't matter how many times you've been on a workshop with me, you'll always hear me say this every time you meet me. Mm. I want to change the word in the workshop throughout the conversation from selling to helping. Yes. If you can change, the, if you can change your mindset and the way that you approach customers in the way that change that from selling to helping, everything about what you do changes. Yes. You know, yes. The people who go and sell at yeah. act differently than people go and help to buy from. Yeah, that's a very you good know? point. Absolutely, a very, very good point. It is, it is a complete mind shift, isn't it? It is. And, you know, Zig Ziglar used to say, if you go out looking for a friend, they're really hard to find. But if you go out to be one, they're everywhere. Okay. I reckon if you go out to sell, if you go out to find customers, they're really hard to find. If mm. you go out to help people, they'll let you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's absolute gold. I think that's so key, actually. Well, what's your, if you, I, I know you've been in sales for many years, Chris, and obviously you're a best-selling author. If you could have, apart from what you've already shared, if you could have one sales mantra, what do you think that would be? I reckon, um, let your, let your customers, let your customers and prospects recommend you to each other and let your competition wish they were you. Oh, nice. Love that. Yeah, I love that. And, and obviously, you, you've gone, if you, you, know, you look at your story from selling wine and champagne to photocopiers back into the wine industry, and now you're, you know, you're running a, a very successful international sales training company. If you can go back to your, your, your first job in sales and give yourself a little bit of advice of, from what you now know, what would be your, so your top three bits of advice you, you would tell your old self? Absolutely. Well, first of all, it ties in with um, what I said about selling and helping and Terry Wiseman to, asking me to focus on buying motives. And that almost every salesperson, 95% of salespeople that I, I meet, haven't sat back and worked out how they genuinely help people. Yeah. You know, everybody spouts out features and advantages and benefits. Yeah. And I've, I've met people who have been in sales for 35 years, who have been on all, every sales training course that was put in front of them. Mm -hmm. And if you ask them to genuinely go through those features, advantages and benefits properly so that, so, so that you can turn around and say, but why does that matter to me? Yes. You know, I, again, I, I, I like to simplify things. I don't, I, I, I don't think anybody learns anything by, by making it 
as clever as possible, you know. <laughs> but yeah, and and and, uh, and and my job isn't, isn't to stand in front of a room and 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 pretend to be clever. It's to help people sell more when they leave me. You know? Yeah. And so, so uh, features, I, I, I say, are what it is. Advantages are what it does, yeah. and benefits are how it helps. Yeah. So if, if you got so so you got a cattle, right? Yeah. A cattle is what it is, right? And and most salespeople will just keep telling you it's a cattle. Yeah. Then the, the advantage is, is 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 what it does, and it's dead simple. It boils water. Yeah. Once again, eighty percent of salespeople stop there. I have a cattle. It boils water. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And yet, nearly I don't know eighty years ago, people were still boiling water in saucepans on the hob. Yeah. And now everybody's got an electric cattle. Yeah. And the reason that everybody's got a cattle is because it'll give you peace of mind. It'll do it quicker. It might even save you a bit of money. There are four or five reasons why it's a really good idea to have a cattle. Yeah. And if you give, if you give that example to, to salespeople, they can work it out with a cattle. Yeah. But if you say to a person who's selling Chardonnay to yeah. wine bars, apart from it tasting nice and being a good price, why would I bother? Because, you know, yeah. it's not like you walk into a wine bar and they think, oh, wine, I knew we'd forgotten something. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they've already got a supplier. They've already got a stockist. So tell me, how are you going to help? What does this yeah. do for me? Don't tell me you're going to undercut everybody. Don't tell, tell me it tastes nicer because they're all much of a muchness. Yeah. Tell me how you and this will help my life more than I'm being helped now. Yeah. And, and, and if salespeople, and, and that's the biggest bit of advice that I wish people had told me to have with customers. Mm. Because that I mentioned that week sales training. I call it the best sales training I ever got. I also call it the worst because when yeah. I came out, I sold fewer photocopiers than before I went in. Yeah. But I guess and the reason being, yeah. they stripped the Chris Murray out of the and personality out of the sale. I yeah. was so bothered about where I was up to. Yeah. That, that I, 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 you know, in, in in the structure of the sale, yeah. I was I actually wasn't really having a decent conversation with the person I was there to help. Yeah. 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 But I so, guess for me, yeah, so I would, as you said, the best trainer because you maybe learn what not to do, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I always, the, the reason that my sales training is so effective is because it's not about me telling everybody how I did it right for 30 years. It's me telling you how not to do it and putting yeah. that into a positive spirit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, yeah, so, so the, 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 those are. I'm, the other thing I'd, 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 um, I'd tell 22, 23-year-old Chris mm. is that sales will and has the ability to take you around the world and doesn't deserve the bad it gets because it's such yeah. an incredible career. Yeah, and, I can agree more. And, and that if you can do it and you have the skill base and you care enough about people, then you should never think that you don't deserve to be as high as you possibly can be in that career because yeah. we are desperate for people who are brilliant at it. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually. There's, there's so many people out there almost embarrassed to say I'm a salesperson. And, and it really upsets yeah. me, actually, because you should be proud. It's a profession to be proud of. Uh, and But I think that word profession and professional is key to remember, uh, you know, when we're helping our clients. No, I agree. Uh, but, you know, th th that's the other thing, though. If, if you try and think back over the last two years of, of the top five salespeople that you have met, yep. or that anybody listening to this has met, it's a really tough list to pull together. Mm. And, 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 and I don't know, I, 
between you and I, we we see we, we must see about ten thousand salespeople a year. Yeah. And and and, and it, it's it's just. I mean, you you see nine thousand nine hundred of them. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I, I it's it's only about ninety percent that you would yourself you know that I meet and you say I would hire you tomorrow. Yeah. You deserve more than this. You are brilliant. Yeah. Because. Because most of the salespeople we meet as customers, but also professionally, yeah, you know, in, in the work that we do, have sort of got the job and thought that was all they had to do. They, yes. and, and 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 it's it's an industry where people chase shiny things. Yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. it's much nicer to chase the shiny new, exciting. This will fix everything. Send this to your customers. Yeah, than actually learn your craft. I, I, I used to I used to be in bands years ago, and and you'd, you'd never have anybody trying to go on a quick fix, learn how to play like Eddie Van Halen course. Yeah, sure. If you want to play Eddie Van Halen's guitar solos, you, you either learn it or you don't. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's no Absolutely. quick fix, you know. Absolutely. And and on that, you brought up a really nice point. I, I know you have been surrounded by thousands upon thousands of salespeople. What, in your opinion, what what really makes a top producer. Um, somebody who cares. Somebody, and, and that's that's multi-layered. Somebody who cares for themselves. Wow. Actually has actually cares about their own uh, moral and standing and, and soul, but also yeah. their career and their future and their success. Yeah. Somebody that can that cares about the business that they work for and shows the same amount of loyalty that their company does for them and also answers the promise. If a company promises to pay you and look after you and give you a car and, and make sure and, and keeps their side of the bargain, if that's their promise, then a salesperson's promise is to bring business back like an excited Labrador bringing sticks back with its tail wagging. Yeah. You should be able to go out, find it and say, throw that stick again, I'm going to bring you some more. Yeah, because but, uh, seek to really add value right for, with both customers and business and, and the businesses you work for yeah. right from the get go, and they will reward you. And if they don't, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Yeah, I like that. So, so, so care for yourself, care for the business you work for, and most of all, care for your customers. Listen, most customers won't care back to you because it's not that kind of relationship. Yeah. You, won't, you won't feel that back in a lot of cases. Yeah. It's like a date where one side of the table is looking to get married and the other side of the table is looking for a one-night stand. That's the way that sits. And, and you've got to get comfortable with that. But yeah. you know, Somebody said to me a couple of years ago on a training day, everybody's going to break your heart once. You've just got to work out which ones are worth it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same with customers. Yeah. That's really good advice. What about, you know, a lot of salespeople I work with, I don't know if you have this, Chris, have really struggle with rejection. They, they struggle, you know, when I say, why don't you pick the phone up and do your, your 50 prospecting calls today? What it actually boils down to is, I guess, that fear. And, and naturally, then what happens is they don't hit their target and they start to get very low and demotivating down. What, what advice have you got for both of those things of how they can face the fear and do it anyway and, and how do they get out of the you know when they are in that low state and feeling just a bit crap what, what's your best advice for that well some people definitely aren't your customer i mean that's that, that's just going to be a fact you know if, if, yeah. there's an aston martin garage around the corner from me and i'm a couple of quid short of the new aston martin but if i went around and looked now and told them i was a couple of quid short they, they, they wouldn't hand a 
the hat round and say, let's have a collection for Chris. He needs a few bob. Yeah. And say, I'm sorry, Chris, today you're not our customer. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, 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 the, and the, the real way to think about that is some of your best friends and family don't take your advice. Yeah. You know, if, if, if your best friends and your family don't always take your advice, you can't expect customers to. Yes, um, about the, 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 these people, um, these people are complete strangers. They're not sure whether they can trust you or not. And to mm. turn this around, said, the, the, in my book, Selling With Ease, mm. um, E stands for earn the right, ask the appropriate questions, solve the problem and execute the solution. Yeah. And the, the bit right at the beginning, earn the right is the most important quadrant. It's, 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 it's difficult to show this, this diagram on audio, but if you yeah. can imagine a straight line across the bottom of a page that yeah. runs from earn the right, ask the appropriate question, solve the problem, and execute the solution, that straight line is a customer that was going to buy anyway. They, yeah. were gonna, that, that, they could have been sold to by a small monkey in a business suit with a brochure. Okay? Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If the slight angle that's, I mean, there's an angle that goes straight up with people who are definitely not your customers, yeah. but there's a slight 10, de, 10 degree out, one degree out angle just at the beginning of, of earn the right. Mm. The, if, if that follows itself through, it, it creates what I call the commitment gap. Yeah. And it's the, it's the fact that customers at that, everybody wants to learn how to negotiate and overcome objections and yeah. do presentations with a great deck. What they don't want to do is is, is put the, the time into that first um, the first well before you see a, a client and then the the, the initial part of, of meeting with a client yeah. of proving that you're the person that's there to help because that one degree out the ten percent ten degree out um, commitment gap yeah. is where I say it just I just doesn't feel right yeah. I thought I wanted this in fact I can afford this and I'm not sure why I don't want this but it just doesn't feel right. And those are the people, it's, it's, it's one in 10 customers. If, if most salespeople could sort out the commitment gap with their one in 10 customers, they'd be 10% higher every year. Yeah, I love that. And I know you're, that's, that's correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, that's your methodology with sales, isn't it? Ease. It is, yeah. It's, uh, my, it's, it's funny, actually. My, 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 my other the bigger, biggest bestseller is a book called The Extremely Successful Salesman's Club. Yeah. And, and the contents don't differ that much between books. It's just the Extremely Successful Salesman's Club is based around a short story based in Victorian London. Yeah. And Ease is the textbook. And yeah. it's really funny because the Extremely Successful Salesman's Club pays the mortgage. It's, it, it's, it's, it sells wonderfully. And, yeah. But until you bring out the textbook, nobody takes you seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. yeah. And how did, how did you come up with that methodology? How did that originate? Well, it's like all my best ideas. It was it came up um, on a, a beach in the south of France, yeah. and um, I because I, I tend to write my books in a in, in a small village called Fitu, um, not far from Perpignan, in the south of France. Yeah. Away with the family uh, to the house in most of August every year. Though the kids are getting a bit older now, so I'm gonna have to find a new place to start writing books. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, I wanted I, I I looked at the four main sectors where everybody was letting themselves down earn the right was the biggest one yeah it was it was, it was just the thought process of well, and you see it every day on linkedin you, you connect with somebody and the first thing they send you is, is 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 pricing on the thing you didn't really want to buy yeah absolutely the pitch yeah, yeah. absolutely straight down your throat and it's like you haven't earned the right to send that to me yeah that's just you, you cannot do that 
asking the appropriate questions. I, I always say that, you know, if you went to see a doctor and before you told the doctor what was wrong with you, they passed over a small container and said, take two of those three times a day. Yeah. You turn around to the doctor and say, you don't know what's up with me. And yeah, yeah it's usually that though. Take, take, just take those. If, if, it's, if it gets worse, come back and see me. Yeah. But that's how most salespeople sell because they don't ask. They're just sent in to sell a box. Yeah. If they do ask questions, they ask the questions that lead to, and so do you want to buy the box? They're not actually really trying to find out what anybody wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very true. Solve the problem is is um, is now I you know now you trust me and you see value in what I do and I I have a picture drawn here of your perfect outcome that you yeah. agree with. Let me tell you how I would deliver that for you. That's where you mm-hmm. solve the problem. That's where you have objections and that, and and that if, if you want to call it a pitch is a pitch, but essentially you're, you're you're talking about somebody's dream back to them. So it's it's we should all be getting excited by now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and execute the solution. I, I don't like the word close very much because if your purpose for meeting a customer was to make, uh, or the purpose of meeting a prospect was to turn them into a customer, yeah, then your close your close started to earn the right. It didn't start two minutes before you were about to walk out. That's a good point. Now, so the, the close is the entire sale. It's it, the, the whole idea is that, that, that you, you're going to become a customer. There's no Jedi mind trick at the end. Yes. So. What what we get to there at the end is is, is where the customer gains commit we gain commitment from the customer yeah. and we execute the solution and make sure it works for them. I love it. No, it makes total total sense. And I've read both your books and they're fantastic. And anyone listening, yeah, they are. They they taught me taught me a great deal. What what's the best sales books that you've ever read or or the sales audios that you've listened to that's helped you the most? Would you say? Uh, well, it's a bit of a sort of on-running love affair I've got with a number of people, really. My, my three big sort of, um, my, yeah, my, 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 my triad of, of genius would, 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 would be Stephen Covey, yeah. Jim Rohn, and Zig Ziglar. Yeah. And, and I honestly say that, and I'm going to say this again for anybody listening, Stephen Covey, Jim Rohn, and Zig Ziglar, go on YouTube and just type their names into the top. Yeah. And there is a year's worth of free video just to, if, I, I, Jim Rohn helped me start my company. And I don't mean that he, that he was part, a partner. Yeah. His videos, his push, his genius. He, he, he shook me out of complacency and thought, thank you. you know, it, Jim, Jim Rohn is amazing. Yeah. And, and three of them sort of like died around the same time, 2008, 2009. Yeah. Great loss. But, um, but th- those three are wonderful. Um, Seth Godin's marketing um, newsletter that people can yeah. sign up for. He said he, he writes a, a sort of one paragraph, sometimes three lines, sometimes ninety line um, blog post every single day, really? every day of the year. Blimey. Yeah, and it's and, and the amazing thing is that every time it comes in, it's readable and relevant and genius. Yeah, love it's, it. It's it's really really clever. Yeah. Uh, other, other other people that, that are, you know, I've, I've I've got to tip my hat to Jeffrey Gittimer, uh, who wrote the Sales Bible, uh, absolute <laughs> legend, and gave the extremely successful Salesman's Club five stars, which was essentially like Eddie Van Halen saying he liked one of my guitars. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. <laughs> that is, that's absolutely huge. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, tip my hat to that chap. Uh, and then moving moving around that. Uh, I think one of the biggest books that uh, that ch- books that changed my direction in the last few years 
Daniel Priestley is oversubscribed is an absolute cracker, as is his key person of influence. Yeah, I've got it on my library to read. I've not read it yet, but I'm going to dig that one out this weekend. Get on to oversubscribed. It will completely change the way that you fill your your your, um, your business. It's amazing. Really? It's brilliant. Thanks. Yeah, super. And it happened at a really good time for me. I was um, the, my my wife was particularly poorly um, a, a number of years ago, and uh, and we were rebuilding the brand and the business. And yeah. that book, you know, it's they, they say that a, a student finds its teacher when the student's ready to find the teacher. Yeah. And, and that book just dropped at just the right time because it really sort of like. You know, skew with my, my 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 thinking about stuff, but mm -hmm. also Chris Voss. Chris Voss never split the difference, which um, Chris Voss was uh, a member of the FBI, and I I, I always say about negotiating no mm. negotiation training. Mm. Most all most people are trying to do is 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 get is get their cornflakes on an island at Christmas. They don't mm. need to get hostages out of a situation, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but the Chris the Chris Voss book. Is written with great humour, with great examples, and it aligns itself to business. It's a super appreciated book. Brilliant. Well, uh, thank you for that list, Chris, and uh, I'll make sure I'm, I'm ordering those, and, and I'll, I'll make sure uh, my audience can get yours. Where is the best place they can come and access your content, and, and obviously buy your books? Okay. Well, um, we quickly realised that Vardy Cruz was uh, w w because of the way it's spelled was causing its own problems with, with the website. We don't have the Vardy Cruz website, but that. That takes yeah. you directly to first sales training, one uh, st sales training yeah. .co .uk. yeah, uh, and uh, Varda Cruz, which is V A R D A K R E U Z. You will find me on LinkedIn. You will find our YouTube channel with um, all my keynotes free to view there. Brilliant. And um, yeah, and if you, if you go to first sales training .co .uk, there is a free tools and, uh, and and sales trading resource page. Just just go and fill your boots, guys. Amazing, Chris. Honestly, absolute honour and a pleasure to have you here. And I've taken I've taken some great notes and ideas that I'm excited to implement into my into my business. You know, we're we're always learning, right? No matter how many years we've been in this job. Absolutely, and, and, and I'm going to be really worried when I think I'm not anymore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So thank you once again for, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it, and uh, let's, let's catch up soon. I can't wait to see you again, too. See you soon, sir. Thanks, Chris.